Welcome in everybody to another episode of the Average Gaming Corner. I'm your co-host Kermer Gaming and today I'm here with IMD Raj and Public Underscore Nachos. We've got a great one lined up for you today. Today we got some news where Steam is going to be adding PS5 controller support. What in the world is that about? Also, there's a new Cyberpunk trailer that was released recently, as well as why PlayStation is better than Xbox, as always. And <laughs> GTA fans <laughs> may have found a hint for GTA 6. Really now? Really? Ooh. Who knows? And also, if you guys have not been paying attention lately, Pokemon cards are coming back in a huge, huge way. So let's get on into the episode and let's go. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Oh, wait, that was last week. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I forgot. I wanted to do it again. I liked it so much. <laughs> I just want to see if I do. I did, I did it earlier <laughs> today, and my wife was like, What is wrong with you? Or no, actually, so no, this is just side tangent, but like. No, I was on TikTok, just, you know, that's how I live my life lately. And a guy was making fun of the way Tim the Tap Man was opening up his YouTube video. And he was like staring at the camera like, I know you're not sub to the channel. You need to sub right now. You need to join the flock. And then he just goes like, <laughs> just starts making the most ridiculous sounds. And she was like, what is wrong with him? Is he okay? And I'm like, I don't know. He's having a blast. I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like everybody's gonna think you're on drugs and then i'm like they probably already do so i mean what do difference you, does it make if you're pulling tim the tap man money i mean <laughs> i mean you can do whatever the heck you want i mean <laughs> it was hilarious i liked it and i'm like that's just the kind of guy he is like he's he's a weird he, dude he, he he's a goofy dude that's that's his thing i mean he's a goofy dude and he likes to rage and acts like he has no idea what he's doing i mean it's hilarious I've never actually watched one of his streams or videos. Like he's the funny thing. I only the... ever heard of him from t from TikTok. Like that's where I originally found him, and then I started watching him. And I really don't watch him because he only plays Call of Duty, and I hate Call of Duty. But that's besides the point. When he was playing Fall Guys a lot, I was watching that because <laughs> he could win to save his life. <laughs> Isn't it weird how like with how much time we spend on Twitch, like there's huge viewers or not viewers uh huge streamers that like we've still never even heard of oh yeah like i always i always thought ninja was like the twitch like goat and then there's like a i don't know what area but i think some asian streamer who pulls like better numbers than ninja about consistently like all the guys toasting them or I, I don't remember I don't but like they average i went on that twit that gnome streamer thing where it shows like the most popular mm -hmm. streams he was averaging like sixty-five thousand oh, like the last year. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds no. That's my bad. It wasn't um, this guy's toast because he went to Facebook Gaming. But um, yeah, so he is big with the like Among Us group, like him and Pokimane, Disguised Toast, Corpse Husband, like all of them played together. And when Among Us blew up, they just kept kind of blowing up with it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like all these people I've been seeing and all these Among Us clips online, all these big streamers. I'm like, I don't know any of these people. I'm like, who are these guys? Like, yep. obviously, yep. I mean, majority of guys know Pokimane, but that's <laughs> that's like the only one. I'm like, who are these other people? Well, and I don't know. They're all part of a group like uh, like Phase. Uh, it's called like a offline TV house. Is like what they're called. Like I I recently found them with the whole Among Us thing, but I was watching their YouTube videos. And that's what led me to them. Um, Disguised Toast was the first one I saw, and then he led me back to everybody else. I mean, I knew Pokimane already, but like I just never kept up with did. her. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like you said, it's pretty crazy that we have like that many um, people that we don't know still that are out there that are pulling these kind of numbers. Like Corpse Husband will pull like 250k viewers consistently. Um. But you know, that's not a bad day. Uh, yeah, I guess. That's, I'd a, say it's. it's I mean, it's decent. Day. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. I've seen better. Ah. Yeah, I mean, but even with you saying the oh. thing about Ninja, right? Um, I didn't know who Ninja was when I started streaming. I had no really? idea who he was. Um, until like. I think we were all in the same Discord at one point. Everyone, it was when he left Twitch is when I found out who he was. <laughs> That's, which is really funny. 
Because, yeah, I'd never heard of him. And I was like, who the fuck's Ninja? Or, who, sorry. <laughs> who, I was like, who's Ninja? And everybody was like, what do you, what do you mean, who's Ninja? And I was like, who, who is he? And then I, look, I had to look him up because he was gone and everybody's freaking out about it. Wow. That's crazy. Well, that, uh, that wasn't one of the topics, but it was an uh, interesting yeah. point. And I, I well, just wanted to. I, I mean, I'm there. with that. I mean, it's. <laughs> I think it has more to do with like the games you play too. Like you gravitate more towards Agreed. those content creators. Like have have either one of you guys ever heard of A Drive? Exactly. No. Yeah. And from what I'm aware, he's one of the biggest Pokemon streamers on Twitch. At least that I've come across so far. I mean, he'll average you know like six thousand views or, or something. So you know, I mean, just, no, no big deal. <laughs> he's not. Oh yeah. He's not like 50, we would love to have you on the podcast. You know, like six, he has a constant sub train his entire stream. So I mean, he's he's a pretty big deal, <laughs> at least in the Pokemon community, which is a lot bigger than you would think. But that's we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it all comes out of the whole thing everybody says too, right? They're like, you need to find a niche. It's like, yeah, what games do you like that other people like? What communities do you want to be a part of? Exactly. So, um, with that being said, um, Nacho, you want to talk about this, uh, not breaking news, but this big news with uh, Steam in their recent edition? Yeah, so um, recently Steam actually, I don't know if uh, you guys actually like read anything on it or anything like that, uh, but like they, for the longest time, PC gaming has always been dominated by two things, mouse and keyboard, and... Uh, if you do a controller, it's always been the same controller. It's always been an Xbox controller. Microsoft, Xbox. And with this new thing that Steam actually just came out with saying that they were working on, it's going to be uh, supporting the PS5 controllers, which is crazy for people that are huge fans of the PS5 or PlayStation in general, really, uh, because that was something that I've always been kind of against with gaming with a, a controller on PC is that like, I don't want to have to have an Xbox controller just to play a game on PC with that's optimized more for a controller, you know? And I don't think it's going to go back to the PS4. I think it's only going to be PS5 and going forward. Uh, but that's, that's really cool to me. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Jog probably doesn't care. I wonder like, I mean, it's it's not my world, but it is interesting to me. Like, why did it take so long for the for this to be introduced? Was there a reasoning for it, or I mean, my best guess, like why now? My best guess would be the the fact that, um, I mean, with crossplay being a bigger thing too, like everyone's. It seems like they're trying to transition a lot of people to owning all of them rather than them fighting as much as they used to, because PCs are being super popular now. And so Xbox and PlayStation are trying to compete in that market now with PCs, which, you know, is difficult in and of itself. So I think they're all trying to striking deals to make people want to kind of, you know, use them all a little bit here and there. And um, with the uh, reason they didn't do it in the previous gens, too, I think it's a lot to do with Microsoft owning Xbox. So they were like, well, we can easily implement that, but it would take some work to get a, a PlayStation controller involved and Sony and them probably didn't deal well together until they feel like they might have to, because if they, if Xbox and PS4 aren't really working well together, then I don't think that it's going to, they're going to last much longer. Like as far as two gener like think about it 20 years from now, when more people have PCs than consoles at a certain point, are they going to be even around anymore? I think they're trying to play long game sure. here. That that's a that's a topic within itself. Well, I mean, you guys think uh, consoles are in like a uh, like the start of a uh, a long fight with trying to outduel PC? I always thought yeah. they kind of were they were kind of fighting it, but uh, PCs are more affordable. Not well, not right now because of COVID, but like typically PCs have been on average skewing to be more affordable than they ever have been before. Yeah, yeah, definitely not with market prices at the moment, but yeah, overall, long term, absolutely. Yeah, I think Nacho said it best. I mean, they they've always been 
kind of in the fight and like it's always been something they've been worried about but i think now it's more present than than ever um like you guys were saying with the pricing being so competitive for a for a good quality pc it's you can get so much more out of it yeah, it seems. and even at the same time like doing what we do being you know streamers and content creators a lot of people are doing that now and everybody eventually learns you can't just do all that just from a console yeah you can be just a console streamer if you want but as soon as you want to you know edit some videos and all that you're like well i can't really edit things on my xbox or my playstation i need a computer for that so you see all these i mean i see tons of people hey i finally made a switch to um pc uh we got our one friend and gg mobbing girl she finally broke down and got a pc so i mean everybody's doing it man i mean uh, <laughs> it's it's just the way it is that's that's what everybody's doing yeah i mean like you said i mean if if you're if you're already in the process of streaming and doing all that, I mean, like we were just doing, I mean, I've, I've had a console my whole life, but at some point I have to get a PC to be able to make more content. Might as well get one where I can stream and game and do all of it on one and just make, yeah, you don't know, limit yourself as much just, that way. Yeah. Just more convenient. I mean, Nacho, you just did it a couple months ago. I mean, yeah, that's true. And I've been able to play many more games like, like between like what steam has to offer, which is like another thing is, People don't realize when they're looking into the cost of PCs, they go, oh, it's too expensive. I could never do it. It's too expensive. And then like pound for pound, though, you end up paying less over time because of yeah, the sales like that Steam has and other other like the Epic Game Store or whatever else has. And you're limitless in the possibilities of what you want to do with it. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, unless you're going out and buying um, all those AAA games day one, yeah, you definitely can save a lot of money in what you choose to play. I mean, <laughs> there's there's hundreds of games in my Steam library that I've got for less than five dollars. So it's, exactly, it's ridiculous how many games I own that I, there's probably fifty of them I haven't even opened. I just you know I have them, they're there, and you know. One day I'll let my daughter play him because I probably never will. <laughs> this is super off topic, but did you ever play that game that that uh that person in your chat gave you the code no. for? Like I, I thought that it was, was a scam sketchy and, as yeah. crap. <laughs> like I'm like, what is this? I'm not installing that. It I don't literally that. you may have been playing uh your thing. Uh, what's your thing called? Apex. <laughs> Apex. You, you'll be in the chat lurking, but you're actually playing Apex with KC. We know what you're doing. Oh, and when you're this, streaming on like uh, Wednesdays? Or not well, Wednesdays. Not any uh, day. Um, <laughs> but no, this, yeah, this, I don't remember what day it was. Probably Friday or Saturday? I think it was the weekend because it was well, late night. I think now, it was one of those uh, nights that... Yeah, but I think it was one of those nights where I stayed up like throughout the whole stream yeah. with you guys. It oh, yeah, have, I might have passed out. Friday or Saturday. Probably a Friday night because I don't feel like it happened on Saturday during Among Us. Like this weird, this guy came in and was like, "Hey, everybody, pick a number, and I'm going to give someone a free Steam game." And he, the one he gave me was literally called like it was literally BS something, and I'm like, I'm not yeah. installing a game called BS because that sounds like <laughs> BS. I'm like, it was when you were playing Paper, Paper Mario. Mario. Oh, okay, that was a Monday then. Nah, so uh, yeah. probably not this past not yesterday but uh, when we're recording this it would have been yesterday but yeah so the pri previous week probably yeah yeah it was, it was i was just curious if you actually gave uh, it a world no, not, as soon as i saw the name i'm like nope yeah that that sounds sketchy <laughs> like, that's I, something, I don't know if anybody else did but <laughs> that's something you got to be aware of with like online stuff i mean people offering to do trades is always so sketchy or, or like giving things for free like on steam you'll see it a lot you'll get messages from people like offering like if you have skins and games and stuff they'll be like oh, I'll, I'll trade you this like super expensive thing for all of what you have and then they'll like back out of their with their item at the last second and then you'll end up sending it through and then they'll take all your stuff and leave and disappear and bam you're bamboozled yeah. so if you're looking to go into the pc thing make sure you guys keep aware of all the scammers out there because they're active on there it, it it was sketch like we were we were all in Cromer's chat and this guy like didn't even follow him nothing 
He's just like, hey, who wants a free PC game? And I was, I kept telling Carmen, I was like, my band hammer's ready. My band hammer's ready. <laughs> He's like, it's not a band. It's not a scam. It's not a scam. I'm like, all right, whatever. Actually, you know what? Well, I don't want to get a message. I mean, we all took them, but I don't think anybody actually redeemed them or activated them. <laughs> I'll give them away again. Yeah, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it was weird. Who wants a free Steam key? Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, yeah, so speaking of the PS5, um, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it's Christmas season and Chromer's in full effect already. Um, with the PS5, something me being an avid Xbox consumer and supporter, and am I the only one who feels like PlayStation has really just been dominating the headlines with like the next gen releases? Uh, I, I would have to agree with that. I mean, the only thing I heard about Xbox when it came out was people blowing vape smoke into them. Um, but after that died down, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, I God, noticed that oh. too. I like, I mean, people blowing vape smoke into them, them catching fire. Who, who it depends on who you talk to. Uh, but <laughs> other than that, PS5 has been dominating my feed personally. And I mean, I know I'm probably a little biased because I interact with PS5 stuff. But I thought I would see some more anything about the Xbox. I feel like there's been nothing. Like there hasn't been much talk about it. There hasn't like even stupid stuff like resellers when they first came out. It was like I wasn't seeing anything about like where can I get an Xbox off you know like a secondary or any. It was all PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation. I think the last thing I I heard about the whole like Xbox thing, other than like them catching like like smoking. Or whatever, whether they're addicted to vaping or not. Now, uh, <laughs> the like something about like it was after they bought Bethesda, and then it just and it just kind of faded away. Like that was, that was it. Yeah, it, it was weird, man. Like I'm very curious to see. I don't know. I'm gonna look that up actually while we're talking about it. But I wonder how like the has it been a month yet or. Was it like the first week of November when so this it might be just out? hitting a month right now? I think. Yeah, I wonder if there's like a sales comparison because everywhere, man, like even on Twitter and Instagram, like when they were coming, when the release dates were coming out, it was like everybody was showing off the PlayStation. I didn't see Xbox from anybody. Yeah, and and the the PS fives just even though people have been struggling to get them like because even now like you can't find them in stores i mean you can't i I went to target and best buy the other day couldn't find a ps5 or an xbox series x uh at all but the ps5s i hear people asking for more than asking for the xboxes like it's almost like if you go to the store to buy the ps5 and it's not there you just get the xbox because you want the new console but so this is rather interesting and take it for what it's worth this is um this is japan sales numbers and this is from november 18th so it says according to a a new report from something somebody (laughs) um ps5 sold around 118,000 units during its launch week which consisted of four days while xbox series x and s sold Somewhere or somewhere towards twenty one thousand units in six days. Six days. So that is significant. To me, it is. I think that's insane. I mean, that's that's almost ninety thousand units in 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 difference right there. Like I said, that I mean that's Japan, but I I mean it it goes with what we were saying. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. Seems like PlayStation is just blowing Xbox out of the water. Even with their marketing and their advertising, I mean, it seems like Xbox was like kind of all in on itself, just thinking they were going to be the uh, the better sell, and that doesn't seem to be the case. It really seemed like they were pushing a lot more at the beginning, and then it seems like Xbox just, just isn't really pushing it at all. Yeah, it seems like they got stagnant, honestly. It's dangerous. Very very dangerous yeah here's another report saying ps5 outsold xbox series x and s by an almost double the amount Whoa. on launch day Ooh. dang dang 
Dang, boy. Very interesting. Well, if you if you do end up getting a PC, anybody listening, uh, you know, draw as well. Uh, Steam is my go-to place for games. The winter they have sales for every season. If you want to get a game, don't buy it if it's not on sale because it will go on sale. Every single game on there goes on sale. And honestly, yeah, if you're not going to like play it immediately, don't buy it either. Like, just wait because it'll go on sale again. Like, I wanted to buy Jedi Fallen Order because it was like 50% off, but I'm like, I'm not really going to play it right this second. And I know for a fact it's going to go on sale again. And it's on, it was on sale last weekend if it's not still on sale, but I still didn't buy it because I'm going to wait for the Christmas sale when it's like five bucks. So, <laughs> yeah, the summer and Christmas sales I think are the biggest ones, but they have yeah. fall and spring ones that are still pretty okay if you get like a. Like, for instance, the Handsome Jack collection on Steam, oh, right? Man. Um, I, I don't know if anybody – I know I'm getting a little off topic. We can go on to the next one in a minute. Uh, uh, but <laughs> – So the Handsome Jack collection originally was like all – is Borderlands like 1 and 2 and the pre-sequel. So it was right before Borderlands 3 came out. This one came on sale. It was that, and then every single DLC for all three of those games was all in a bundle for $6 on Steam. And that was, wow. I think, the total price when it was normally all together was almost $230. And I bought it for 6 bucks. and on my computer now I have all of that crap, and I didn't pay. And I actually went <laughs> to the store, and I think they had it in store for consoles for like $90 still. At the same time, it was $5 online. And that's where you make your money. So, I mean, when they do those sales, I mean, is it like not not necessarily like new release titles, but I mean, is it like fairly up to date? Like, is it just a mixture of everything? Yeah. Or is it older both. games or? Because I mean, good karma. Oh yeah, it's a little bit of both. You probably find the older games are you know the stuff that's under five bucks, but they've got everything. Even if you get like the new Assassin's Creed game, I'm sure during the winter it'll be ten bucks off, which is you know ten bucks less than anyone on console is going to pay. Yeah, interesting. You know what game has gone on sale on Steam like a boatload and continues to sell no matter what is GTA Five. That's true. That's true. Speaking of GTA Five, hasn't there been some news recently? Potentially, maybe. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen this, and it's kind of funny. It just goes to show like how desperate these uh, Grand Theft Auto fans are for like any sort of news break on GTA 6 coming out or any developing stories or anything. Um, so there was a trailer recently in Grand Theft Auto 5, I believe, that features some re- like map coordinates. And somebody went in and punched them into Google Maps and it led to this dirt road in the woods of Virginia. And if you look at it, it kind of looks like the Roman numeral six. So with that being said, you guys could just imagine how the fan base took it. Um, You know, you see Roman numeral six and everybody's just assuming and believing that that means some sort of rumor or anything is going to be happening. Um, but in typical Rockstar fashion, nothing has come about it. Nothing's being said. And the fans are still just kind of uh, have their hands up in the air, just looking for any sort of news on this game. Um, but I guess ultimately it's, it's crazy how these fans are just so like hungry for something to be coming out the woodwork with this game. I mean, GTA has been out for 10 plus years now, and it's still one of the most popular games and has lived through three different consoles. Like, it's just insane to me how this game has carried on for so long. It's very much like the Skyrim for Rockstar. Like, what Skyrim is to Bethesda. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and makes a lot more money. (laughs) Yeah, because they got the online, which took off a lot more than Elder Scrolls Online did. But it's um, I mean that that kind of crazy. cycles around everything too, you know. Like the any anything that people love, people are like all about those like theories or 
projections or predictions or like whatever the data miner, like even with Apex, the data miners, like what they found in the code that might be coming out soon. It's like people are all over that stuff. And uh, how do people get that? Stuff? Like, so developers, when they're making the games, they pre-code some stuff. Like they'll they'll put in like say a new character is going to come out in Apex. They'll put the abilities in the code in the background. So you don't see it in a small little update that just happens overnight. But it's there. So if you know how to pull up into the game's code and look at it, you can read like taglines that say like um like jump pad or uh stim pack or whatever and it'll be like listed you're like that could be referring to the new legends abilities and then they'll try to figure out what like it could be based on what it's called and things like that. So it, it was really funny that they they did what they did with Revenant because they had a whole different character set up and they actually tricked everybody. And then, like, the day before it was going to come out, they deleted everything for the person that they had been putting in and then uploaded all the Revenant's crap. And so no one knew Revenant <laughs> was coming. That's why in the trailer, that uh, that dude, uh, what was his name? Forge? Yeah, that, that Forge. whole thing, that yeah, was Forge. who everyone was expecting. They were expecting Forge to be the new, new legend. And then Revenant just, like, kills him and shows up in the games. And everybody was like, oh, oh, oh okay, <laughs> all right. Pull a fast one on us. <laughs> so that bam, bam, um, like I have a, a conspiracy. I don't. I don't even know if it's so much of a conspiracy, but like you know how all this information gets leaked, like via Reddit or Twitter, and then when it happens or comes, you know, to reality, those people look like geniuses. Like really, they're just reading it. I have to believe that. Well, that, but like I believe it's a developer that's. Not or not a developer per se, but somebody in the industry that's like their job is to create these really popular opinions that like you know catch all this I, this traction from the community. But like it's an in, it like it's a what's the word I'm looking for? It's an inside job. Oh my goodness! Yeah, an inside job. Like they they're doing it on purpose. They're releasing what's going to happen just to get feedback to see how the community feels that's about a, it. That's a big thing people do talk about in stuff like that too. Is like whether or not they're leaking little bits out on their own because they want to build up this kind of hype around it. Um, which is you know it's very valid if you think about it as like a marketing tactic. That'd be really great. Uh, but like some developers have been very adamant that they are completely against it. Like respawn. That's why they did the thing with Revenant. Cause they were like, we really don't like it, but they can't stop people from doing it. So um, they're like, yeah. And they do respond a little bit on Twitter as, whereas rockstar like with uh, GTA and stuff, they do not rockstar is notoriously quiet on every game, red dead GTA, you name it. They don't like talking about their stuff. Yeah, clearly with uh, GTA 6 always getting like all these little teasers and never any uh, solid information. But I don't know, to me it just, you can't tell me like Fortnite, I, I think they were the worst at it where they would put out that inside information just to see what the feedback was going to be because like that's what their whole community was based off was, you know, events and things that were going to be happening mm -hmm. mid-season. Mid so I I firmly believe that they were doing that through their whole I mean, I process. I believe companies do it. Like, I'm not saying people don't. Uh, I'm just saying, like, I there are some that don't do it, and I think they get really frustrated when people assume that they're doing it on purpose. So, with GTA 6 and the hype around that, um, have you guys seen the new Cyberpunk trailer that came out uh, recently? I actually I haven't had a chance to look at it. I kind of, you know been ignoring it <laughs> because i'm like, like yeah we'll see if it actually comes out or not we'll, we'll i'll see it when i believe yeah. it so I, I ain't been paying attention to it at all because i'm probably not going to get it day one it, so i'm definitely not yeah i, I don't buy anything <laughs> i will admit it looks look incredible good. oh thank you thank you you know he means it but it looks <laughs> it looks very good um my buddy and I were talking about it at work today, and I feel like cyberpunk's in like this scary, really good, but could be really bad area with the game. Um, and I know we've talked about it last time we brought up cyberpunk, but 
they're in that position where not a lot of titles are. And I, Nacho, I believe you said they, they already went gold for a game that hasn't came out. Like, that's a slippery slope, man, because especially pushing it off as much as they have, this game has to be an absolute home run in my <laughs> oh, opinion. Oh, yeah. It looks like it's going to be like I don't. There's no signs of it flopping, but but it is terrifying. It yeah, like as a developer, like you with how much you pushed it off, saying you want to perfect it and everything, it needs to be an absolute slam dunk. But who's but who's working on it? I trust them. I mean, they made the Witcher series and all that stuff. So I mean, it's they care about detail. They're they're the one kind of developer I do trust. Yeah. If this was. Activision or anybody like that, uh, 2K, anybody like that doing this <laughs> and saying that, I wouldn't believe a word they'd say. So at, at least with a CD Project Red or whatever the heck exactly it's called, that's <laughs> close enough probably. <laughs> we trust them. <laughs> but they they have a history yeah, of... Ever, unless they want to. So. They want to start. Yeah, no, they have a history. I and, mean... And, yeah, they definitely. But have the like you said, Drog, like that's that's the big thing with it. Like they have the credibility now, and it's like, and we all trust that. It's like, but if they screw people, then yeah. what happens to that credibility? It goes right down the tubes. Yeah, because I, you guys, I don't. know, If you have a different title in mind, this game's drawing hype that I haven't seen since Red Dead, and. Red Dead was a slam dunk in my opinion, um, but there's not many titles that generate this much hype. Yeah, and it, it's a good place to be in, but it's a scary place it's to be been in. At the over same time. a year since I remember people started talking about it, and people are still talking about it. Somebody was talking about it today, where they actually had announced an Xbox One X Cyberpunk themed Xbox. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like one of those yeah. but that's how long ago this game has been in the works. Like that—that that used to be a thing. I'm like, dang, this, I didn't, I didn't realize it was that long ago that they had dreamt this up. So it's, we'll see if it ever actually happens. Yeah, I'm curious to see how like they're gonna integrate. Like, do you guys know if it's online or is it only story mode? Because to be completely honest with, you, I'm not familiar with the title. Um, well. Aside from like, all these releases, it's when I first it's, started hearing it's about it. Thing that's been done before. It's what was it more like a board game or something before? Or I forget exactly like the origination of the lore and all that. But I don't think there's another actual cyberpunk yeah. video game to compare it to. I thought there was one like in the early 2000s. It's I looked it I up a while when anything. we first talked about it. And the only thing I could find was like a cyberpunk um, like board game or something. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. Because they said what it was like based on or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Am I really humming like the Smurfs right now? Or like, We're letting you do you, man. This is your podcast now. <laughs> well, that's what I said in the game. I don't think I don't think even uh, D Raj had connected yet. But I was like, "Welcome to the Cromer Gaming Show. This is my podcast." <laughs> I did. I wasn't there for that. You know, you weren't there. You guys were still playing Apex at the time. Um, he's like, "Yeah, I'm in their lobby. You're trying to get in their lobby and tell them to get out." Uh, based. Here we go. Yeah, so it's based on this Cyberpunk franchise. Yeah, it's a tabletop role-playing game. There was a Cyberpunk 2020 and a Cyberpunk Red, but these were all tabletop games. None of them were actual any video games. Yeah, I didn't even know about that stuff. There was a digital edition. Oh, wait, what is this? Did this just come out? What? Huh? Cyberpunk Red? Oh... I guess we haven't read this line recently. Apparently, they released a digital edition on November 14th of this really? year for really? Cyberpunk Red. Um, I guess because of COVID, they couldn't get out like all the physical stuff. And so I guess there is a Cyberpunk. So if Cyberpunk 2077 never comes out, we can all play Cyberpunk Red 
if we can figure out what the heck it is. <laughs> um, how do I download this? I'm downloading it right now. <laughs> it's probably... Let me go to Steam. <laughs> so it looks like, from what I'm gathering from this article I'm reading, it's kind of going to be like Grand Theft Auto, where when the game first comes out, it's going to be a single player only, and then they're going to integrate the online oh, multiplayer. Okay. That's from what I'm from what I'm understanding what on online? this article. Like, same uh, thing you do with like Red Dead Online and stuff, or GTA Online. Yeah, probably the same thing as GTA. I mean, that's how GTA has withheld its longevity has been through the online. Uh, yeah, just all the crazy stuff you can do online, but. That's what it says here. It says in order for Cyberpunk um, to withhold its longevity, like GTA, it needs to introduce like the online multiplayer option. I mean, which is true in my so opinion. This is literally just a PDF that you can pay thirty bucks to download because it's not. It wasn't in physical stores. That yeah, this is literally just a role playing game, and that's that's what it's all based on. So there's never been a Cyberpunk video game to based okay. this off of so that's which is what i had originally thought i just was like double checking because i'm like don't remember because you know i've never been into it so i don't know why there's so much hype for i guarantee probably 99 percent of the people that are going to play this have never played the tabletop game i mean or, or never even heard of it that's probably they're, they're, pro- they're, yeah, they're probably like I never you were saying earlier, you know, everybody wants GTA 6 so bad, and this is going to be similar to that, just, you know, different style. They just are ready for something new. And they're like, oh my gosh, finally! Something that's like GTA, and it's new, and it's finally here, and we can play it. Yeah, that, that's probably what a lot of the hype is. Well, yeah, with the information you just provided, I mean, that, that does make it not odd, I guess, but it, it it's definitely... Proves to the point that they're really on a slippery slope because I mean, if this is a game that nobody's really ever played or had the chance to get to know, I mean, they're all in on the on the first I mean, on the first go. Yeah, I mean, there must have been hype. something that they showed somebody that everybody fell in love with it. To me, I mean, I, I think the first kind of demo trailers. or trailers or. Uh, but I mean, I never base a game off of a trailer alone. I mean, yeah, it might get me hyped up, but I'm not going to be like, this is going to be the greatest game ever just because of a trailer. I mean, I've been right. let down by that many, many times. So Too many times. I mean, my biggest thing would just be like, you know, Pokemon in general. But like, they finally announced they were bringing Pokemon to the Switch and they come out with freaking Let's Go Pikachu and crap. And it's playing Pokemon Go on the Switch. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Ugh. But it was it was real hype when we all heard about it. But then you know you actually get it, and it's like this is stupid. We still play it anyway. <laughs> That's a different problem. We all have problems. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, strange, it's gonna be interesting, world, my friends. We'll definitely if discuss when, it. Um, if and when episodes. it ever comes, let's see. Wait, when is it coming out? So. If, yeah. Yeah, so next Friday. So the fifteenth. We can well we should have some info. So so yeah, so yeah, we're gonna so guys, I guarantee you we will all have you in depth analysis of Cyberpunk on December fifteenth. Unless they delay it again, well, actually, you'll unless you'll hear you'll hear it on the fifteenth because you know maybe maybe it'll be the way you can hear what we're doing live. Maybe who knows? We'll see. Stay tuned. Mm. <laughs> maybe just a, just a little cliffhanger. Teaser. Cliffhanger. <laughs> who knows? I don't know. Cromer's got the you scoop. Know. He's just holding out. Maybe I don't. Know. I don't know anything about anything. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe we, we do. Maybe we're just holding out for next episode for you guys. Maybe. Stay tuned. Got to keep, yeah, coming, back. keep coming back for more. Oh gosh! I was like, what? Speaking of which, what what what's coming back, Chrome? You uh, you got something that you mentioned? Oh yeah. In the, so in, in the, the intro, intro there's, there's these little like paper things that people like to collect and stuff that everybody keeps buying and everything and selling, and I don't understand it, but like, it's crazy, like. Of all things, Pokemon cards are making a huge comeback right now. Um, and I 
I mean, I love Pokemon just as much as the next Pokemon nerd, but like, I kind of really haven't been collecting cards in 10 plus years. I mean, it's just was never really my thing because collecting cards in general, which not just, you know, from Magic the Gathering and things like that, it's freaking expensive. So expensive. Just, just to collect them, like not even if you want to like play all these actual trading card games competitively and whatnot and have good decks, but you know, just to have like a full set of all the cards, it's stupid expensive. Too it's expensive. crazy. It's it's not worth it. I mean, and it, it really puts you in a hole. <laughs> yeah, and I, I really don't know why, but I mean, like, I guess lately all the latest sets, everything has like a fancy Charizard and whatnot, and everybody's like really hyped for Charizard. I mean, I guess I get it. I like Charizard and whatnot, so I don't, I, I don't understand it. But I pulled up some stats on a TCG player of the latest, just some of the latest sets and some of these card values. And you might want to hold on to your seat <laughs> or if you're oh, standing up, on. sit down, Uh-oh. but this, uh, set, let me sit down real quick. when did this set come out? Let me, let me, I need to pull up when this one actually came out. Cause this one's a little bit older. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. So this actually came out in 2017, Sun and Moon Burning Shadows. And it has a card in there, a secret rare rainbow Charizard GX. (laughs) The market price for that is $383. If if you can find like a PSA 10 grade. (laughs) You can sell that crap for three hundred plus dollars. Oh my god! You can. And how much does a pack uh, typically cost? Anywhere between like four to eight dollars. It kind of depends on which packs you get. So like your oh, average wow. pack is like four bucks, um, but there's some that are a lot more. Like they have certain like booster boxes, like elite trainer boxes that are like forty bucks if you can find them. Um, like right now, it's really bad. Like the newest set that just came out. Um, Vivid Voltage, it has a rainbow giant giant chubby Pikachu in it. That's currently the market price has gone down a little bit because I think they're finding more of them. It's $235 is what it's worth. But the scalpers grabbed up all those boxes. You couldn't find any of them, and they're selling them for like 80 bucks a box just for a chance at getting one of these cards. Like, it's insane. Those are the ones you've been opening on stream. I've seen that. Yeah, the Vivid Voltage is the latest set that just came out. So those are the ones I picked up. Um, but prior to that, they actually came out. I, I was just starting to look at this stuff again when a set called Champions Path came out because they have a shiny um, Charizard in there that's worth uh, like four to five hundred dollars. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, dude, I want the Charizard!" Did so you I'm like, "Let's start getting Pokemon cards." And it was like a month later, they already dropped another set with the Pikachu in it. I'm like, "Oh crap, this is Magic: The Gathering all over again." Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna die. To I'm gonna in. die. It's crazy. If you found that Charizard card, would you would you sell it or would you keep it? It, it depends. I mean, I, I would really want to keep it, but I would also love to make some money. <laughs> but I'm not necessarily <laughs> in it for the money either. So I mean, it, it is what it is. But that's and that it's crazy. But but this set actually has two Charizards. It has the shiny one and it has a rainbow one, and they're both three hundred dollars plus is what their average market price is. And you can find them for even, you can wow. sometimes sell them for even more. Um, and then there was another set I was looking at because I had all these open. That's the Pikachu Charizard. Oh yeah, this this is another one that's really, this is the this is probably one of the better sets because this has lots of crazy cards in it. It's the Hidden Fates one. It has all these shiny cards. This has another shiny Charizard. And this one is averaging over $500 per card. Oh my God. <laughs> it's insane. It's crazy. Yeah, like yeah, market price is five forty seven. The listed, the listed median, like you know what people are trying to sell for six ninety nine. But that's never going to happen. It's insane, insane. So, I'm not entirely sure what's driving all this, fun. other than you just okay. What's well, I might answer? have an answer for you. I don't know because I got a fun little nugget of information here. Um, this is from PSA, who is an authentic um autograph and like card grading service right you probably know Um, (laughs) you know nachos (laughs) yeah i i didn't know um but they saw a spike 
in April mm. when COVID started. And they're claiming that they haven't seen the demand and popularity of trading cards, whether it's sports cards or Pokemon cards, um, as high and demanding since the early yeah, that's, 1990s. That's what I'm thinking. Like, this, is, this is what everybody used to do in the 90s was collect cards and trade them and just all types of cards, sports cards, yep. you know these Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards and magic cards and all that. And now all of a sudden it's doing it again. Like, so, I mean, earlier I was, I was on Twitch. I mean, I'm on there right now and I just happened to pull up this random streamer and she's pretty big and she got partner a couple months ago and she is literally having a Pokemon break on stream right now for people to buy cards. And she opens them on stream just like you would with like a sports card break. I'm like, what the crap is going on? Yeah, this no, is happening our, right now. And there's 240 people in there watching her open Pokemon cards. Yeah, I know uh, RJ was doing yeah, that in between yeah, uh, 2K games. Yeah, RJ opens sports cards. I mean, that guy I talked about earlier, A-Drive, he opens Pokemon cards. And, I mean, obviously anybody that plays Pokemon cards, we all have kind of been opening cards on anybody that plays pokemon games they open the cards too on stream lately that's been the thing i see it's like oh hey i got some cards we're gonna play some pokemon and this and it's like everybody is doing it right now it's crazy and it's just i don't know and i think it's all like in the, in the 90s everybody loves charizard and now there's all these rare charizards out there in the wild that everybody wants to get their hands on whether they want to make money or just you know have it but it's I think that's part of it, and then that's, but but that's the thing is like, it's hard to buy these cards online. So like with COVID, people aren't really going out. So I don't know, I'm not a hundred sure how that correlates because all these people are going out to the physical stores and wiping the shelves clean. I mean, are yeah, I've seen that. It blows my mind because um, when we went to go yeah. to Target. Um, when you were telling me about it, I was like, let me go peek over there and see, like, this is just a nationwide thing or like, I went over there, dude, b empty boxes everywhere. Like not yeah. one single pack was it's in, insane. In like, um, you know, we have this one guy we know, what Merkin, he, he said he went to the store, wiped it clean, spent like 400 bucks on cards. I'm like, are you insane, dude? Like what in the world? But there, there's some people that have been doing it for a while and just, you know. Now everybody's doing it, so now they tell people about it. <laughs> but it's crazy, and it's and I I just happened to look because I I knew a Charizard card was for sale or had sold recently, but this literally just ended on November twenty fifth. They sold a nineteen ninety nine base set first edition Shadowless Hollow Charizard. Take a take a guess at how much you think that card sold for on eBay. Either either one of you. It's. Right. I'll tell you. It's. It's over ten thousand dollars. Oh, oh my god! Gonna say, can you give me? I was going to say two grand, figure. but. <laughs> and it's a PSA. It's a. It's a PSA oh, no ten first edition. Okay. 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 Yeah. Thirty five k. I'm gonna say. Wow. Is Way it close? Off. I thought it might be off. I would say twelve thousand three hundred forty-eight dollars. Twenty this grand. Thing, oh, more. This, I'll just yeah. You guys are you're you're way too low. Oh, <laughs> too low. This thing sold on November twenty-fifth. Wow. Hundred ten k. Two hundred and ninety-five thousand dollars. Oh my god. Well, two 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 hundred and ninety-five thousand three hundred dollars. Someone and the dude paid one hundred twenty-five dollars shipping. Someone this got that out of a card November pack. 25th. This is a completed Dude, sale. I don't... If I'm if I'm paying that much, I'm driving my happy ass to wherever that card is to make sure yeah, nothing happens to, to it. I, I, I don't want to spoil that part because I and there was actually 172 oh, bids on this. I was like, I heard about 172 different bids got it up to that. I didn't even actually look this up before until a little bit ago, but I was like, I knew one had sold. I just wanted to go look. Dude, starting price ninety nine cents. The first bid one hundred fifty two thousand dollars. <laughs> oh my god! Immediately, immediately. That's where it gets really dangerous, though. Too. The these are private collectors, or yeah, it's going to be in a museum or something. I mean, I don't know. This is crazy. 
But yeah, that's like the most exp- I think that's the most expensive mo- Pokemon card sale of all time. Like that's rivaling, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if either one of you guys would have heard about it, but that Mike Trout card that sold a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was the most expensive trading card ever. Um Mike Trout card sale. I got to look that price up. I didn't, I just thought of that off this Oh yeah, almost four million dollars. It said, yeah, but three point nine three million dollars. His rookie card sold for. Oh my god! And that this was uh three months ago, two a little over two months ago. Yeah, and he's still living and playing. He's twenty nine, and his rookie card sold for almost four million dollars. Can you imagine once he's old, retired, and then he's even passed on in like thirty, forty? 50 years like 100 years from now a mike trout rookie card it's gonna be like a billion dollars it's gonna it's gonna be insane like I, these people are crazy that yeah. collect these kind of things like i love like i just like to buy them open them if i get a rare card cool it's whatever but like these car collectors are they're, they're a different breed man different breed like i can't some of these prices i can't fathom but that i think is what gets the average person like me that likes that likes it in general that that's what's that scratches our itch to want to go out and you know want to buy a pack here and there or i'll buy a booster box here or there and because that off chance that you get one of those cards oh man it's almost and gambling it, it kind of is <laughs> but it's like you know, <laughs> it but you know it's like i'm gonna keep them i mean I, I'll, I'll collect them i like them i, I keep cards and but you know, if you get one of those super rare ones and you get the off chance where you know it's you can grade it at a PSA nine or ten and make a few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars, or you can actually buy well, I don't know, I think it's harder. You can actually buy vintage Pokemon cards, they have like the base sets, and there's like Team Rocket sets as well, and those have all those super rare cards in them. From those are the ones you actually want, those vintage ones, but aren't those huh? more pricey, right? Isn't there a card pack where like it it's more expensive to buy that pack, but your chances are better? I think the more expensive packs tend to just have more expensive valued cards in general. Mm. Like not like a higher chance of getting an expensive card, but like the medium price is all higher. It's kind of like a a scratch off. Like if you pay for a thirty dollar scratch off, like your your chances of winning might not be greater, yeah, but the right. price I don't really think there's anything better. official like that, at least not Pokemon wise. But I do no. know there's people that buy them that they'll prearrange, you know, a bunch of rare cards and you can buy a random pack of rare cards, but they might not necessarily know what they put in there. But yeah. yeah. That but sounds like that game as a yeah, buyer that that's something i'm not really doing. I'm like you could easily just you know put crap in there that just because it's a shiny looking card and it's pretty doesn't mean it's worth anything <laughs> i mean they're all these fancy cards they make all of them get made in this fancy way but people only care about a few of them and it's all about supply and demand i mean and like what the market dictates like what people want i mean i don't know somebody wanted to pay almost 300 grand for a charizard card <laughs> But, like, that's so funny to me because, like, the factory or wherever, like, whoever makes these cards, like, they could make that same exact card for the 20 cents or whatever it costs to create it and just put them, all, like, a million of them out in the market. Like, well, it's so I don't funny know. how they control Wizards, that. Yeah, Wizards owns, well, at least they did back in 1999, they owned the... uh the printing of the card game, which they do Magic the Gathering as well. They're not going to mass produce those because they want it to be like this. They no, could. I know, I'm just saying, like, they, they could totally could kill the value. They, they do create they, their like, own that, market there, yeah. their own rarity yeah. levels. Yeah, I mean, if they, but you got, yeah, if they mass produce them, that would drive the value down, and then people wouldn't want to buy them as more because they're just everywhere. And it's like, well, I mean, everybody has one, so I mean, I'll get one eventually. Well, that's like any but, autographed item. If if a dude is famous and he autographs one thing ever that thing's worth a ton if he autographs a million things his it's just gonna go down it's like yeah so who, who cares you got an autographed jersey so yeah. does everyone else who went to that game but then even if they did that like you're saying at the same time like this one there, there's another one here that sold for 100 grand um it's a slightly different variant of it psa 10 but these these cards are vintage because they're from 1999 
a lot of times reprints are a lot less yeah, valuable I mean, in general. So, I mean, even if they did true. flood the market with these same cards, people are like, well, that's the new print of it. It's that's not, not a mint the original. condition. Yeah, it's not a, a 1999 original mint 10. I mean, same thing they don't with want car. that one. You get a 1960s yeah. Mustang versus a 2018 Mustang. One's going to be worth more if they're exactly. in the same condition. Uh, that's, exactly, that's exactly what a lot of it is, is yeah. the vintage of it. But then somehow the, all these new ones are super expensive too. It's it's crazy. And, ju- and it's just going to get crazier because there's there's more Pokemon sets coming out in February that are already released in Japan. And there's some crazy cards in there. I mean, <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's uh, going to be a wild couple of months. And I don't I, know if and when is this ever going to stop. <laughs> I can tell you a little bit, a little story real quick uh, that might make y'all and everyone listening cringe a little bit about me, uh, cards. Because like, my my father and his best friend tried to explain to me when I was younger, like how like things retain more value as they become older, like vintage items. And mm-hmm. I didn't really quite catch the concept when he was trying to teach like five year old me this. And he gives me this can. It's a tin can with like a rookie card of some football player. I don't remember who he was, but inside the can was the card in a sleeve. So it was like in a sleeve protected in a can. And like that was the whole thing was it was like this a like collector's piece. And they said, don't open this can. Keep it, hold on to it 20 years from now. It'll be worth something. And I was like, they're I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. And then I went to my room and I was like, okay, there's something in this can I need to get. And so I took my, my little uh, putter and I started beating the can with, with the putter trying to open it because I, I didn't want to go in the kitchen and get a can opener because they told me not to. And so then at that point, I was like, okay, well, this isn't working. So then I took a pen and started stabbing holes through the top of it. And, um, yeah, I proceeded to ruin the entire value almost of that card Mm. um, in one night. And uh, I was like, why did y'all tell me not to open that? They said, because it's going to be worth more later. I was like, oh, I thought you were hiding something from me. And I showed them the can. They were like, they were pissed. I was like, I mean, which I mean, I get why now. But at the time, I was was very confused. (laughs) And, that, and that's just that's kind of a thing that a lot of collectors do is they'll buy things and then just never open them. Like I have a friend that he bought one of these booster boxes of Pokemon cars, and I was like, "Oh, what'd you get?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm not going to open it. I'm just going to hold on to it that because it's going to be worth more later on." And I'm like, "Screw you, man! I want to know what's inside." <laughs> but it's true. It's true too. Well, that's like I have these like cars continue to skyrocket, and they stop printing it, and he has an unopened box of it, dude. I mean, sky's the limit there. Like, I have a bobblehead of LeBron from his rookie season that has, like, a rookie card of him in it, and uh, I've never opened it or anything. Like, I'm actually looking at it right now. Um, But it has his rookie basketball card and everything, and it's just sitting here. Never opened, original box, and, like, mint condition. Yeah, and it's chilling. I I guess one thing I'm thinking is maybe people are – Maybe it's becoming more popular now because people are just looking for different ways to make extra cash on the side because of COVID and everything's crazy. They're like, well, <laughs> for some reason, any little extra cash people get, they spend it on any kind of trading card and try to flip them and make a profit. <laughs> so it's, it's crazy. Like the TikTok I'm on is there's literally like I get Pokemon cards and then somehow I get marketing business people that their strategy is you go out and buy these certain Pokemon cards and then you can resell the one packs, make all your money back and then profit off the rest of them. I'm like, are you literally telling people how to make a profit off of buying Pokemon cards now? I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, get me out of here. I'm deleting this. <laughs> this is so stupid. But it's just like, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's, I think that's some of it. That's where some of like the, the scalping's coming from where people are just buying up everything of all these trading cards. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah. like when I, when I wanted to go buy a few packs the other day around my immediate area, there was nothing. We have a local card shop that apparently they're an official like Pokemon dealer or whatever. I went there they're like, Oh yeah, we're all sold out. We don't have anything. We got like this one box and that's it. And I'm just like, wait, are you kidding me? He's like, Oh yeah, we, we were gone as soon as it came out last week. And I was like, what <laughs> it's like yeah yeah but you can pre-order when the new set comes out i'm like guess i have to i mean my goodness but yeah then, 
and pre-order. Yeah, well, you that, guarantee, that guarantees you to get stock. So if you don't, you, you don't get any. And I, I don't go into Walmart because yeah. you know that's like a that was a cesspool before everything, and so <laughs> yeah. I refused to go in there. So I went to GameStop. They didn't have Jack either. Um, it's but then funny. I did. I did end up getting to Target, and Target had stock. So that's that's the only place around here I've been able to find anything. It's Target. So. I was going to say, I went to Target the other day and it was funny because like, I'm not a huge like into the Pokemon cards as much as I used to be when I was a kid. Like, I think I still have some old cards around, but like I, I never like got really heavy into it. But it was more just the fun of like, do I get a pretty looking card out of the back? Like that was the biggest thing for oh, me. Oh, yeah. You want one of those those hollow foils that are shiny. You're like, yeah, it's pretty. Even exactly. if you don't know what it is or it's not worth anything. It's worth like, garbage. But <laughs> and me, like knowing all this, like I get these. They have these new ones that are called like reverse hollows where the Pokemon's not hollow, but the rest of the card is. And they're shiny. And I'm just, I look at those. I'm like, I don't care about this. This isn't what I wanted. <laughs> I know this isn't the good card in the in the packs. So it's, yeah, like as a kid, you want the fancy one, and now you're just like, this isn't the right fancy one. <laughs> this is the crap one. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny you say that because um, I actually have like a stack of um, like professional trading cards, like baseball, everything, football, basketball, that my, my grandma, when I was, I was a, a, young a younger boy. lad, oh, uh, <laughs> um, she used to buy me gaming cards like all the time. Um, and she would actually, it was like her way of kind of like scrapbooking, but like she would put them all in like a, um, like a binder with, you know, little slots and everything for them and i still have it and those are from like the early 2000s maybe late 90s that i've never touched or gone through like it, it's kind of uh making me want to go through it yeah i definitely would i mean i have a bunch of baseball cards as well um i actually like as i was getting older i kind of switched for, i have a binder that's technically pokemon card binder but i took all those out and switched to baseball cards and got a whole binder of baseball cards but i went through them and most of them are worth nothing but I've, i just remembered i actually I have a coworker that he does baseball cards. Like he literally finds them, buys them and he he'll sell them. I think the most he's sold some for is like three, 400 bucks on eBay and whatnot. But that's like his side hustle money is buying trading cards and selling them on eBay. Like it's a very lucrative thing and this it's just becoming more and more popular. And so, yeah, if you guys have any trading cards, go through them look them up on ebay and what you can do if you guys don't know um for anybody that doesn't buy things you just search for it on ebay scroll all the way to the bottom and show only completed items so then you can find what things actually sold for that's how i found those three hundred thousand dollar charizards that actually sold so yeah it's it's insane what things will sell for on, on ebay and other places <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to go because I have like binders. binders you can just cool. uh, like, drop I'm them off at my house when you yeah. move <laughs> if you don't want to carry them. How about this? Uh, send <laughs> me like six hundred bucks. There's, there's two dollars worth of cards. <laughs> I mean, I mean, right. people do that Investment, too. Right? I've seen like magic where it's like you you buy like a huge box and it's just like this box yeah. has a thousand cards, guaranteed one hundred rares, and it's like you don't know what the rares are, you don't know if they're worth or anything, but you know. Just a hundred guaranteed rares and then a miscellaneous everything else. And it's mostly because people just don't want to go through their cards. They're just like, I just want to get rid of these. And I know they're worth something. So, I mean, like, oh, absolutely. I mean, people do that. It's, yeah, card collecting and just collecting in general right now is just crazy. It's, it's a huge thing. So, definitely, everybody, everybody go out this weekend and buy yourself one pack of Pokemon cards or ask or your mom you don't or like dad Pokemon. to do it for you. Yeah, if I guess if you're a child and you're listening to this, or or if you're beastie and you're listening to this, ask your wife before you buy more Pokemon cards. Because <laughs> unfortunately, um, my addiction, my little, really, mine's not even an addiction yet because I don't buy that many. Yeah, just me mentioning it has gotten people to start buying more and more lately. I'm just like, this is crazy. So like, like beastie has all of a sudden become addicted. And yes, I, we 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 see you, beastie. <laughs> so. <laughs> be careful don't die but he actually like she complained the other day he's like you buy all these pokemon cards he's like you're the one that went and bought them for me <laughs> oh man it's crazy but yeah everybody go buy 
if you don't like Pokemon, just buy a random pack of trading cards. Just open anything. Well, if you're buying sports cards, I do know that there are specific types. So you'll have to look up whatever sports you like and just look up the just go to RJ Watts TV. He'll tell you what what trading cards to get for sports. So a big shout out to RJ, by the way, who just made his uh, transition. Yeah, oh, that was the day. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he had his, uh, his, his first uh, Facebook uh, stream yeah. today, you know? Big, uh, first big, guest uh, we ever had. Big shout out. Yeah. He was uh, so proud. proud of him. Happy for him as well. I'm going to have to redownload the Facebook gaming app. <laughs> Didn't even oh, still they had one. <laughs> yeah, they they finally released one like three years after they've been going. Oh, there! Oh, he's he's live right now, guys. Yes. Not when you're listening to this, is but it? on Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah, when we're recording yeah. this, RJ oh, Watts is live right now. He's not going to know it's me though. Yeah, that's what when I went in there because it like Facebook shows like yeah. your actual name and everything, and he was like, "What's up?" And I'm like, "Hey, it's Drock." He's like, "Oh, <laughs> all right, that makes sense." I know there's no <laughs> usernames here. It's uh, just uh, everything. that. That's the one thing that's uh, I know we're running out of time, but that's like the one difference about Facebook is people say it is kind of more personal because you see an actual person rather than a username with a, a weird random profile picture. But I don't know. I just. I mean, I'm sure that cuts down a little bit on the toxicity of some of the, little bit. some of the, a little know. bit. I don't really hang out in. Facebook. I don't really use Facebook. I'm not 90. So. I I kind of stop. <laughs> like, I, I used to, and I've kind of gravitated more towards. I just live in Discords. <laughs> so, yeah. If you can't find me, I'm in someone's Discord trolling somebody. Um. <laughs> No, nah, but I mean, Facebook gaming does well for some people. You know, it's it's not for everybody, but it's for some people. And oh, yeah, you know, I hope he does well over there. I hope the best to him, man. Very best. Yeah, he'll, he'll be all right. He, he's got the, uh, the streaming oh, yeah. thing under like control. Like no one ever was. He's going to get so big, we're going to ask him to come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, he's going to go to I've never done that. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I've had enough of this. All right, everyone. That's gonna, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna wrap up this episode of the uh, the Average Gaming Corner. Uh, thank you to everybody for listening, and please be sure to subscribe and rate us wherever you guys are listening. Um, and also, be sure to stay up to date with all of our socials. You can follow me at imdraj again. That's two G's. Cromer at Cromer Gaming and Nachos at Public underscore Nachos. And we will see you next Saturday for another episode of the Average Seacrest Corner. Seacrest out.